0: This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. A special concert takes place in St. Cayman's Catholic Church, Mount Shannon, next Friday evening at 8pm which will feature a mesmerising mix of poetry, film and live music. Jim Collins spoke with John Tynan of Mount Shannon Arts about the concert.
1: Now, I'm delighted to welcome on the line, John Tynan from Mount Shannon Arts. John, you're very welcome to Scariff Bay Community
2: Radio. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me on.
1: John, we have uh, next week, we have a, a, a concert, I suppose, or a performance uh, with, um, promoted by Mount Shannon Arts. And uh, I gather it's something of a coup for you.
2: It is indeed uh, taking place Friday week, November the twenty fourth at eight pm in Saint Cayman's Catholic Church in Mount Shannon. Um, it's organised and promoted by Mount Shannon Arts, um, and it basically came through myself. And um, on the night, you're going to have something unique, Jim. You'll have poetry uh, with synchronised with film, and all the while there will be classical piano music being played at the same time in the church. So I'm hoping for a very atmospheric and dynamic evening for people
1: yes that's uh, i suppose it's an unusual combination isn't it the three three things poetry film and music piano music
2: yeah as I, say, I wouldn't even say unusual as i say I, as far as i'm aware jim it's unique you know yes. and so you've got the two performers jane d Kenward. he's an english poet and he will recite his poetry uh, a lot of that comes from notebooks that he had written. Um, when he was going through um, a tough time many years ago, he's re- redefined himself now. He was basically on the the music scene as an MC on the dance scene across uh, internationally across Europe mostly, and he's redefined himself now as a poet. Uh, he's he's a powerful performer. I've seen him in action, and um, so Jay, that's James E Kenward. He will synchronize his poetry with films that he's making, and he's got some uh, fairly big names involved in these films as well, including um. Joelle Taylor, she's a T.S. Eliot prize winner uh, to 2021. She's probably the foremost poet in, in England at the moment. And um, he's also got a Can uh, award winner as a cameraman and an award-winning director as well. So they're, they'll make the films. James will perform his poetry and synchronize with the films. And all the while, uh, adding to the atmosphere in the in the background will be both as a gear, a classically trained um, pianist. Yes. They're... Um, and she's from yeah, so she's
1: she's from Germany, I gather.
2: She is indeed. The two of them are based in Munich at the moment. And as I say, this is a coup as far as I'm concerned for us because um, this is a preview of a show that they're putting together and they will um it will premiere in the new year in the, the prestigious South Bank Centre in London. So um this is something like that we that I'm hoping people will app- I know people will appreciate on the night, you know? Yes. Um, but Bota, as I say, she's she's based in um, in Munich, along with James, you know. And the music will be classically per- classical music from the like the rockman and often Chopin, But there will also be um, specific pieces to go with the actual film that will be um, um, shown on the night. Okay, so
1: it's a, it's a, a musical evening, and it's an evening of poetry. Um, With film thrown in in the middle. So it promises to be a fantastic night from the sound of it, John. I'm just thinking, you know, Mount Shannon is very fortunate to, you know, we we have um, over the years, we have had a number of performers, um, you know, at, at different times in the year. Um That are really you know big names and and this is this is certainly one of them, and people who have worked you know in very prestigious shows and with very serious people in the business
2: indeed yeah um these are high caliber performers um but what struck me as well, I met James myself last year. Um, in Cork at a poetry festival called The Winter Warmer. And what struck me about him was his love of Ireland. And when I mentioned to him about uh, uh, putting together a live performance and bringing it here, he jumped at the chance, you know. And they're both very enthusiastic about it, you know. Um, mm. But James's poetry in itself, like, it's visceral, but it kind of also appeals to the intellect, you know. Yes. Um, and I know that the audience would be moved on tonight, you know. I think particularly... Um, It fits in with this time of year, like when I find I myself and I think most people become a little bit more introspective. And um, so I think this will is something that will kind of key up uh, as we approach Christmas, you know.
1: Yes, and I suppose the month of November, anyway, is traditionally associated with, as you say, that introspection, that maybe looking back as well as looking forward, um, and sure. and maybe this uh, this performance will you know will form to be part of that.
2: Yeah, I will. expect so. Yeah, it will be thought provoking, and as I to say, um, it's moving. Moving is the word. I think it, it'll it'll. Um, it will uh, just entertain but it, you'll also find as I say it'll cause you to question things and um, as I say but uh, it'll be atmospheric as well I'm hoping you know Yes um.
1: I know from from talking to earlier before we came on air John that at the moment you're actually working hard on next year's Arts Festival which when would take yes. place the end of May early June.
2: That's right the June Bank Holiday Weekend I don't have the exact dates here with me now but it's um, oh yeah! Already, we're meeting uh, every fortnight, and we're putting together a program that that's going to be brilliant. It's going to be superb, as usual. You know, be nothing strange in that. You know. So with a a diverse range of um, the arts that's going to entertain. And it'll be something for everyone. I'm guaranteed of that, you know.
1: Yes. And of course, you know, in recent times, like this performance now next weekend, you have um, um, shows or various events during the year out of festival week. But nevertheless, uh, you know, very entertaining and of great interest to, you know, people who who love the arts all around East Clare and further afield.
2: Yeah, well, I I think we're very lucky in that. As I said, there are a lot of people who fully appreciate the art within the region. Um, And we like to, I think, um, also showcase uh, art that you you wouldn't typically find in in a, a region that's more a more, more rural, rural region you know Yes, um, yeah. I give people the opportunity to save or something different, you know. But I suppose th-
1: there is a tradition, John, in this area, you know, of, of first of all, I mean, there are local artists, there are local artists in terms of music in particular and other crafts. But uh, I suppose a lot of people have moved into the area over the last 20, 30 years or so, which has enhanced the area as as a center of the arts
2: yeah that's hard to disagree with that, you know, I totally agree with you um and arts and crafts as well um not just art, but and the thing about it is that uh, as I say like they appreciate uh, all art, not just their own uh, genre or sphere of you know yes, and they were willing to support it and come out, which is what I hope they will do next friday night as well um
1: yeah well over oh, yeah. the over the years i mean there have been some of we'll say our native crafts uh i remember for example um you know hurley making was featured one year some years ago in the in the in the arts festival as as a craft which it certainly is And, you know, maybe something that isn't quite as widespread as it used to be, you know. But so there are there are local arts and crafts as well. But as I said, it's uh, it really has become uh, a centre now for for the for the the whole arts world here in East Clare and in Bounchan in particular.
2: I suppose and like I always say, refer to the artistry of crafts, you know, because I do think that there's a lot of artistry goes into traditional craft, you know, Um, but you're in in reference as well, just like, I'm just thinking back on a few weeks ago to um, the level of appreciation of art in the area that was highlighted on Culture Night. Um, I performed my own poetry myself. I got a really warm welcome uh, to it. It was in Anita's in in Mount Shannon, and um, there was also jazz music, but people turned up and it was a thoroughly enjoyable evening. With a lot of positivity around,
1: you know. Yeah, and we recorded that here actually on Scariff Bay Community Radio and put it out over over I think three or four weekends in September in October, and uh, it went down extremely well. I'll have to say. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah,
2: let's. And you, you
1: should be lauded for that as well. well. Well, that's part of our job, John. Listen, just to recap again. So it's uh, on Friday next Friday. Uh, the 24th of November uh, in St. Cayman's Catholic Church at 8 o'clock.
2: Indeed. And tickets can be bought at Mount Shannon and they're very competitively priced, you know, uh, at 15 euro.
1: Okay. And uh, will there be, well, I suppose if they're all booked out, they won't, but uh, there, will, there may be tickets available on the door.
2: Yeah, on the night, hopefully there will be, even though they are moving well now, but I expect that there will be um, tickets available on the night okay. as well. Okay,
1: so for, 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 to be guaranteed your seat, um, go to ie and uh, there you'll find that you'll be able to to book the ticket and, uh, that, and, and search yourself and be sure of a place on the night.
2: In, indeed, yeah, and there's more information there as well about the performance, you know, background to the two lads, etc., you know, yes. and what to expect. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, I just want to say as well, Jim, a big thank you, Uh sure appreciation of the Arts Council and Clare County Council for their funding, um, and without which we couldn't uh, fulfil our remit to bring the arts to the people.
1: OK, John Tynan of Mount Shannon Arts, many thanks for joining us and we look forward uh, to the night next Friday night and to the performance in the Catholic Church in Mount Shannon and we wish you and your, your committee all the best Uh, with it and have a great night and hopefully a full house
2: thank you very much jim i really appreciate it thank you bye we are majesty
3: and we are less we are filled with darkness except where spheres of light shine bright inside our heads orbs swift become instruction carried through the dark and wet we are many and we are kept In muscle, in myofascial webs A body holds itself together Scaffolded in vertebrae, in jaw bones In our compressed layers The sorrow, the joy, the stress So forgive, forget, sit and rest Be kind and take a breath And it will pass through galaxies disguised as cells Through pipes of life that will be dead Through everything we wish to be and know not that we wish to be And can't let go and then can let How many lives are body-sized? A perfect tapestry of flesh A bloody mess How does it feel? Me too. I confess.
0: The Church of Ireland Bishop of Killaloo, Michael Burrows, was in East Clare during the week visiting the local churches Mount Shannon, Toomgraney and Killaloo. Jim Collins caught up with him in St Cronin's Church, Toomgraney, and asked him about his tour.
1: I'm delighted to be with Bishop Michael Burrows, who is Bishop of Killaloo and Where else,
4: Bishop? Limerick and Chewham and a whole lot of other places, but uh, I won't trouble you with that. But essentially the Midwest and the West of Ireland, everything West of the Shannon and a bit more.
1: Well, you have wide territory Uh to cover. So we're here in St Cronan's in Tumgraney, Mm -hmm. which is, as you know, the oldest Mm -hmm. church in continuous Mm -hmm. use in the country. Um, And you're you're in your autumn peregrinations. Mm -hmm. What is that, Bishop?
4: Um, I am trying to visit over a period of days every church in this very expansive diocese um, to raise money for a good cause, to meet people, to unite the diocese in a sense of common purpose, to play every musical instrument available, and to some extent just to enjoy myself. Yes. And uh, the word peregrinations, which is a sort of one of these eccentric favored words of mine, it comes from the old Latin word for being a pilgrim who was a peregrinus and the peregrinations are a kind of anglicised version of the activities of a pilgrim, and I suppose a bishop is a way a kind of pilgrim, travelling about the diocese, meeting people experiencing a sense of the generosity and the holiness of each place, so, and in the Middle Ages, uh, those who went on pilgrimage, the peregrini were never quite sure often in Ireland of their actual destination they sort of travelled wherever the Lord took them, and had an open mind about what might happen and who they might meet and while I have a fair idea where I'm going geographically geographically in conversation and encounter one always has the pleasure of being open to the unexpected and the new connections Good. so that's what I'm doing.
1: And it's not just a tour of the various dioceses of which you're in charge you have a purpose in, in this, this this autumn.
4: Well of many purposes one is to say to get into every place over a period of days to experience the atmosphere, to meet people, uh, to unite the dioceses in a common endeavor and the endeavor is to uh, raise some funds because it's really a sort of sponsored hymn singing endeavour marathon of mine as well and we're trying to raise some funds through this uh, for causes um, associated with partner agencies of the Church of Ireland concerned with the empowerment of women in two parts of the developing world, Madagascar and Burundi. Uh, There are many parts of the world where women cannot take education for granted, where they have to strive hard to get education at all often against resistance and yet education is the key to empowerment and investment investing in the education of women um, is a very just and worthwhile to do women pass on what they have learned to uh, their families Um, education as we should know in this country is is the key to to all empowerment and opportunities and so we're concerned with women's literacy and the opportunities that gives for entrepreneurship for um, combating poverty for breaking down gender-based prejudice and uh, some of the entrepreneurship the women in the countries we're supporting are concerned with also have positive environmental effects as well through what they're doing. So it's yes. trying to take a lot of, it's as a, it were, boxes in terms of justice and development.
1: Yes, and we do hear. I mean, I suppose Afghanistan yes. is, the, is the country we other, hear about most often. Indeed, on the obviously, other, there are many other countries. Well, that, there, there, that, there are many where it's
4: a problem. Many places still where the expectations of women concerning education and literacy are low where there's very low marriage age for example where people are assumed to need no more education when that happens Uh, where just there is a culture of denying of opportunity and um, and yet uh, as a woman once said to me from uh, the kind of one of the kind of countries we're concerned with at the moment do remember if you can't read there's no point having the vote because if you're shown the ballot paper, you, you have to get to somebody else to come and tell you, usually a man, how yes. you ought to mark it. And again, uh, if you can't read the medicine bottle when the uh, doctor gives you medicine and perhaps sometimes you don't like to admit it, you don't know how to administer it correctly and it impedes how you look after your children. So it's as basic as that.
1: Yes, something which we take for granted absolutely. In, and in the more, we'll call it, developed
4: countries. Yes, yeah, absolutely. and. While, you know, we've a long way to go in Ireland still in terms of total equality of opportunity, nevertheless, the view of the education of women as well as men here is, you know, something where light years of progress has, of course, been made. Yes.
1: Okay, Bishop Michael Bors, uh, first of all, um, every good wish in your travels Uh around the the west of Ireland. And also uh, good luck in your endeavours to raise funds for the the causes, the empowerment of women Mm -hmm. that you've talked Mm -hmm. about. And thank you for joining us. on Gareth Bay Community. Thank you too.
0: You have been listening to news extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scariff Bay Community Radio.